I suffered for the majority of my adult life with overwhelming fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, the whole, you know, lineup of never good enough, imposter syndrome, you know, all of those things. And so I started working with her to work through those issues and try to understand where they came from. And we reached a point where I realized that I'm not the only woman in the world who deals with this. There is a purpose for everything that happens in our lives. And for me, struggling the way that I did wound up being part of what God was calling me to do. Turn around and help other women come through this same struggle. Well, I had started a business and I was doing some coaching and uh, doing some speaking while I was still at my corporate job. The plan when I left uh, my corporate job was, okay, like you've gotten to this point, now I need you to put all of your focus here. And so that is what I did. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, Altered Stories show listeners. This is your chief storyteller host, Michelle Saunders Gutch. Welcome to episode 75, Crystal's My Daily Bread God Story. Thank you for listening to this episode and to my show that is part of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app, the world's most powerful Christian app. Friends, I hope your month has been going well, and you've been enjoying the God stories I'm sharing on this show, and you have subscribed to my show. I always appreciate feedback and reviews, and you can leave your feedback on Apple or on your favorite podcast platform or on our website. My month has been super busy, friends, doing planning work for Altered Stories Ministry, interviewing for client work for my consulting business, interviewing potential guests, preparing for the Spark Media and NRB conference next month too. And friends, I'm also excited to share that I'm almost at 10,000 downloads and I'm thankful for all of you who are listening to the God-glorifying, redemptive, and transformative stories of faith episodes. I'm also excited, friends, to be participating in the PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando, Florida, as an in-person panel speaker at the end of May. For those of you who are thinking of starting your own podcast or want to have your voice heard, you need to check this conference out. Now, friends, it's time to get this show started. Today, I'm excited to bring to the mic my special guest, Crystal Fry. Crystal is the founder and CEO of C. Fry International LLC and is a dynamic and inspiring empowerment coach and speaker that helps women of faith eliminate their limiting beliefs, embrace change, and transform their lives through growing closer to God. Now, isn't that awesome? So awesome. She is also a wife of almost 20 years, mother of two, of course, incredible sons, a former corporate executive and understands the burden, stress, and struggle of trying to keep it all together while maintaining balance and harmony in life. Also, I was introduced to this lovely lady by a mutual business colleague, and I met her through LinkedIn. Special thanks to Christine McAllister, Queen of Podcast Guesting for the referral. 
Now, let's get to know Crystal. Hello, Crystal, and welcome to the show. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such a blessing and honor and a privilege to get to have this time today to share my story, a little bit about me, and and just to be here and have a conversation with you. Well, I love conversations, and we've had a conversation already, but geez, I could have conversations with you a lot. So do you have your coffee ready? You know, I am ready to go. I'm just so excited. I've had my coffee. Let's get the show on the road. (laughs) Okay. So how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Um, Every morning I wake up and as soon as my eyes open, the very first thing is, thank you, God, for another day. You know, obviously you're not done with me yet. You've woken me up this morning. And so thank you for today. And, And what are we doing today? Wow. I think God loves that. I think being centered that way really sets you up for exciting days. That is for sure. Can you share anything else about who you are that I haven't shared, Crystal, um, that is important to you? This is about your God story, obviously, but, you know, I just would like to give you that opportunity to share some things that maybe you think are beneficial. Oh, absolutely. One of the the most exciting things going on in my life right now, uh, I recently published my very first book. It's called A Walk Through the Word. It's unpacking and applying the book of Ephesians. So it goes through, yes, this was such a labor of love and so much It was a lot of fun. I say that on the back end, you know, it was a lot of fun as I look back at it. Uh, But what I, what I've done is I've gone through the book of Ephesians chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and really kind of broken it down because I know a lot of times we really want to study God's word more. We want to study the Bible more and we start to read it and, and we get stuck in places because we don't always understand. We're not really sure, you know, like, what does that have to do with me? You know, how do I apply that to my life? And so God really laid it on my heart to, to start studying. And the book of Ephesians was just where I started. And as I started my study, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be helpful for more than just me. And so he led me through this process of really walking through and providing a lot of different insights on, you know, what does this mean? And what does this mean for you? You know, how can we apply this into our daily life? And as we're going to talk a little bit more about daily bread, like this is really, it really is going into how do we infuse God into every aspect of our daily lives? And so the, this book that I'm, I'm, super excited about. Um, it's available on amazon.com. And and yes, yeah, so it is out there. I pray that it blesses every single pair of eyeballs that gets, you know, a chance to read it as much as it blessed me to create it. Well, I love that. And I love your heart for others. And did you go to a Wesleyan university? I actually did. I graduated from Southern Wesleyan University. Okay. So there's a lot. It's a Bible type college university. It is. is that right? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I graduated from Colorado Christian University and I just have found having that kind of background 
in, you know, my education has made a huge difference, you know, in terms of integration of the word of God in practical steps in daily living. So I love that. And we'll make sure that that gets out there on your episode page as we wind down and talk a little bit more about that. So, you know, Crystal, I know you've listened to my God stories and those that have shared and you really liked Sandy's God story, right? I do. Okay. What now, do you mind sharing kind of why, what, you know, this is what I want more women to do is to come forward and say, Hey, I heard this God story. This really resonated with me. Would you, would you mind sharing what about Sandy's story really resonated with you? Oh, I'd love to. Um, as I listened to Sandy's story and and hers was um, her come to Jesus, you know, meetings and her come to Jesus story. And as I started to listen to it, I was like, wow, yeah, I've had quite a few come to Jesus meetings myself, you know, just over over the span of my lifetime. And she was just very real and authentic in her story. So many women, you know, in in today's world of social media, you know, when I was growing up, it was magazines, right? Because I'm old enough to remember the world before social media, you know, existed and before the internet too. But, you know, like it was magazine covers. And, And that's one thing that you see the images and the pictures. But now with social media, so many women struggle with trying to show this perfect picture. And that's just not true. And I was one of those women. So <laughs> let, let me say that I was one of those women <laughs> who tried very much to make sure that everything was perfect all the time. But, you know, as I listened to Sandy's story, she was just so real. And it was like listening to my best friend tell me stories. And I love that so much because that is one of the things that I try so hard to do now is make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm showing up authentically that, you know, God created me as this wonderful and outstanding creature. And why in the world would I try to cover that up? Why would I try to, you know, hide behind a lot of filters and not show the world who God created me to be? So that's one of the things I just loved about her was just, I could just hear her. She's uh, one part that she said that out for me was like, well, I'd be out, you know, drinking on Saturday night or partying on Saturday night and I'd be in church on Sunday morning. And I'm like, "Mm, been there, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I just, I loved her story so much. Well, I know she'll be blessed to hear this um, from you and she'll be listening to this. I assure you because she's uh, on my board and, you know, she really helps me with a lot of this ministry. Without her, I wouldn't be able to be doing what I'm doing. It's all a God thing. God brought her into my life. So it's really cool to hear, you know, what you receive from that. Crystal, it is very hard to be authentic. You know, I know that um, there are people, though, that are trying to break the mold and they're trying to go out there and be authentic and about their mental health. You know, there's more of that that's been out there in, in the social media area. Um, I think it still needs to be embraced. And, you know, we have to continue to be the light out there where we can. 
you know, I know I have put out some not so great things sometimes. I think people get paralyzed and they don't really know how to, oh my gosh, how do I, how do I handle this on, you know? So although it's, I think a work in progress and continues to be, but I appreciate you sharing and bringing that up as we're having the conversation. So I know it's a little off topic from what we're talking about, but it is good that we're talking about it. So anyway, now, Crystal, you know, I know that you were in corporate America, as was I, and you had quite a career where you were. God kind of called you out of that um, whole dynamic. I mean, it's really wonderful. It can be really invigorating at times and things and your ego gets fed and you're climbing the ladder and you're associating with, you know, what's supposed to be the cool thing and all of that in the world. But I think this is a good segue into having you share your transformation from there. So Crystal, where does your My Daily Bread God story begin? I am very excited to share this story because, you know, I, I, I'll put this out there at first. I was called at eight, okay, at eight years old. God spoke to me. The Holy Spirit led me down to give my life over to Christ. I obeyed. I would love to say that after that, everything went just so well. And I stayed on this, you know, straight and narrow path. That is not the truth. I've been on the path. I've been off the path. I've been way off the path. And through the course of, of my life and growing up, I, I pulled in a lot of negative things. I held on to them. And, and once I, once I had my children and went back to work and, and got into the corporate world, I started, you know, I started at the bottom worked my way up. I was into a position of leadership, managing. I was in all the employees, sort of the public face for the company. I was out at all of the events. I knew all the people, all of these things. And that was all great. You know, I had a six-figure salary. I had really good benefits, all the things. Living the dream. But then God started to tug on my heart. And things started to change within the environment. And I just kept hearing him say, you don't belong here anymore. That's a little scary um, to, to hear, you know, I figured I would finish my career there. No, to hear that you don't belong here anymore and just to know it and feel like as you continue, you keep bumping up against obstacles and obstacles. And it's because God has to sometimes make us uncomfortable. Some of us are a little more stubborn to hearing and receiving and obeying. And I will admit that I have often been a very stubborn um, individual. I kind of wanted to do it my way. And God finally sat me down and said, no, you need to do it my way now. And, and so that brought up a lot of things. One, like I said, you know, I had a very comfortable income. So my husband and I had this conversation and he's like, you can't quit your job. I'm like, well, but but I, but, um, yeah, I have to. <laughs> and, and I really like, I needed him to be on board with this, you know, because I didn't want to create conflict in my marriage. Right. And so I prayed about that a lot. And I just said, God, I, I need you to touch his heart and show him the day before I put in my resignation, I was off. I was scheduled off that day. And I got called into an early morning meeting because 
whatever. You know, I, I was the only one who could fix the problem, I guess. And afterwards, I went to my husband. And I said, I can't do this anymore. My stress level was at a point where my hair was starting to fall out. My level of anxiety was completely unsustainable. We were working from home. It was during the pandemic. Um, and, and I just, I could not um, move forward. And so uh, after I went out and talked to him that day, he looked at me and he said, honey, if you've already decided that you're done, you just need to go. Don't delay, put in your notice and go. And, and that was it. That was the answered prayer that I needed from God to say, now let's move. And so that was, that was, that was an awesome thing. And I was super excited and I'd never felt so much of a burden lifted off of me ever. And then I was like, okay, well, God, you wanted me to do this and now I've done it. Now, what do we do? You know, <laughs> like, obedience check. What's the next step? But you know, Michelle, that God doesn't always give us the whole thing. So many times he'll show us a little insight into the end, like where we're ultimately going, but he is the light to our feet. He's the lamp to our feet, which means one step at a time. He doesn't light the whole path for us because most of us would never do it if we saw everything we were going to have to go through to get to where we're going. So it, that has been the journey, you know, it has been that daily bread. It's been the daily walk. It's been, please just light up the next step. And I trust that if I take the next step, you're going to make things happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's quite a God story. I mean, I think obedience though, I mean, I mean, God had to show you that he meant business and nothing around you, nothing around you was working. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's a very similar story that I had when God called me out of what I was doing. He, he was gently trying to get me to become what I needed to for him in building the ministry that I'm building. But things just weren't, weren't happening. They weren't meshing. Things weren't working out. There was strife. There was lack of peace in God is trying to prompt you and gently <laughs> prompt you to be obedient and step out. I mean, that's a big deal. So did you have a business plan or anything at all, Crystal? Prior to walking away, I had started, I had a couple of years earlier started my own kind of, again, prompted by God. I attended an event with a very good friend of mine and heard God speak to me and tell me that I needed to work with her and figure some things out. I suffered for the majority of my adult life with just overwhelming fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, the whole, you know, lineup of never good enough, imposter syndrome, you know, all of those things. And so I started working with her to work through those issues and try to understand where they came from, you know, what, what I'm supposed to do with them. And we reached a point where I realized that, okay, I'm not the only woman in the world who deals with this. There is a purpose for everything that happens in our lives. And for me, struggling the way that I did wound up being part of what God was calling me to do. 
to now turn around and help other women come through this same struggle. And so I had started a business and I was doing some coaching and uh, doing some speaking while I was still at my corporate job. So the plan when I left uh, my corporate job was, okay, like you've gotten to this point, now I need you to put all of your focus here. And so that is what I did. Even that has morphed and changed into, and that they are worthy, but pulling out the, and helping them to see that their identity lies in Christ. It doesn't lie in what the world says. It doesn't lie in, you know, what social media says. It doesn't lie in what society says you're supposed to be. Your identity is found in Christ alone. And bringing that in and, and now being led into even more of, you know, starting a ministry of weaving in, it's like faith-based personal development. You know, it's not like the, oh, just think happy thoughts, like, cause, oh, that's, that's great. But, um, <laughs> and that helps, you know, positivity does help, but here's the crazy thing about it. Your mindset and, and how you think your thought life is like the biggest target for the enemy. Like he shoots flaming arrows at that thing all day long. And if he can penetrate it and plant a little tiny seed of doubt, then he doesn't have to get you to do anything bad or wrong. He just has to get you to doubt yourself enough to do nothing. And when you get stuck and you stay still, you're not moving forward and fulfilling the purpose that God has called you to. And so that is kind of where my journey has, uh, you know, the transformation has pulled me into is not only helping women to understand their value and their worth, but where it comes from. Your validation doesn't come from your husband. It doesn't come from your partner. It doesn't come from your children. It doesn't come from your job. Your validation comes from God. It comes from your creator. So that is, you know, what I love about what I'm doing now is it like it feeds me just as much as it feeds other people. And, and I'm just like, oh, all right, God, what are we doing today? You know, like, who are we helping today? What are we doing today? And I, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, I appreciate your passion and your obedience and kind of what you're sharing um, in terms of the work that God has done in you and through you and is doing. So how long has this journey been going on for you? Oh, goodness. You know, I would have to say that the journey, the the overall journey, I guess, uh, has been going on since I was a child. It has been a, it's only been just recently that I've realized that I've come to realize that those who have an extremely bright light cast a very long and dark shadow. And there was a lot of time in my teenage years and my early twenties when I was a new mom, a new mom and a new wife and, and all of those things and cultivating through where I spent time in that dark shadow um, you know, everyone else saw the very bright light that just, you know, kind of emanates. And I couldn't see that because I was still sitting back there in the dark. And so it's only been recently that I've come into um, acceptance of, of what God has put in me and the giftings and how he would have me use them um, to, you know, to further his kingdom, because that's what it's all about. 
You know, it doesn't, it's not the, the accolades or the, you know, oh, I'm going to write 27 books. It's not all of those things. It is everything that I do. Seek first the kingdom. Let him lead that. And, and I don't care if anybody remembers my name. You know, it's, it's what was done to push the kingdom forward. It's what was done to build that. How did we accomplish this? Well, we only accomplished this through God. We only accomplish this through surrendering and allowing him to work through us. So that's, that's what it is for me. Like I, I love doing podcasts. I love speaking. I love helping women. I love coaching. I love writing. I love doing all the things, but at the core, it's not about crystal. You know, crystal got to take a back seat, which actually is, has been one of the most freeing things ever. When you put yourself in the back seat and you, let Jesus really take the wheel, it becomes so much more fun and enjoyable. Yes, really wonderful words. And I think there are a lot of women out there that are still going through this struggle. I mean, they're trying to free, be free from that whole identity. I'm sure that you've seen that in some of your coaching and speaking to a woman or two or three, many today. How can women start the process of being able to, even as they've made the transformation out of what God, they were doing and their God's called them into, you know, their calling and their ministry. And, you know, they're still out there though, and they're still trying to promote their name and their ministry and who they are on their podcast and they're struggling, you know, still with letting God lead. What, what words and nuggets, wisdom, Crystal, do you have having broken free from that to sit back and say, God is glorified, not me. I don't need my name in the lights. I don't need, I mean, and especially with your background in marketing, communications, front face, all those things, which has probably been part of your whole DNA. So what words do you have to share for helping women that are still struggling with that whole identity? I, I want to share a scripture because, because this one in particular was very, very helpful for me personally. And it's Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 33. And it's the, the premise around it is, you know, asking, what am I going to eat? What am I going to, how am I going to be dressed? And, you know, Jesus is telling them like, you know, <laughs> I got this, but, you know, uh, verse 33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And so part of this journey of like this daily bread, this trusting, this learning who I am and not who the world says that I am, it's going through and honestly, earnestly seeking first, God, what do you want me to do today? God, who do you say I am? God, where do you want me to go today? I know that it's, it's, um, we tend to like to make longer term plans. You know, what are you, what are you doing in 10 years? What, well, I don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. So I don't know, you know, <laughs> yes. you know, I mean, and not that you shouldn't think about those things and, and pray about them. What you do today 
you know, impacts how things go down the road. So absolutely, you think about those things. But honestly, when we're in a place of really struggling to let go and to really let God come in and take hold of what we're doing and let his hand be on everything, we have to start with seeking first his kingdom. I have board of directors meetings between me and God. Like, you know, we sit down and have powwows and I'm like, okay, these, this is what I'm thinking. Like, what do you think? You know, and sometimes he's like, yeah, you're on the right track. And sometimes he's like, I told you three months ago not to do that. And you did it anyway. And so now, you know, like it's, it's really building that communication, you know, your prayer life. I know some people have different perspectives on prayer. For me, my prayer life happens all day long. It, it's not just, you know, a one, like I don't check the box. Um, we, I'm in conversation with God, like all day long. Sometimes I think he's like, would you just like do what I told you to do and stop asking me questions? You know, <laughs> like, I, I get it. Trust me. <laughs> do the I first thing and then come back to me and ask, yeah. you know, like <laughs> do the first thing. <laughs> oh my. I love this. This is so awesome. I can't begin to tell you how needed I believe what you're sharing is for women and others who are being called and are doing work directly for the kingdom. This is so really, really important, you know? So can you share too some of maybe the warfare that you've encountered going through this and maybe some encouragement there too. Yes. Um, friends, <laughs> and we're all friends here. <laughs> friends, it's going to be uncomfortable. It just don't don't even don't even have a misconception that as you begin to step out in faith and as you begin to move forward, that it's going to be, you know, all sunshine and rainbows. I so wish that were true, but even Jesus doesn't promise us that we will live a life without trouble. We will have trouble. Some of the places for me that have been really where I've been able to now recognize were just direct attacks from the enemy and that warfare that you're talking about is, again, in my own mental state, my thought life, and the words that I say to myself, a fear worry, doubt. Sometimes what we get is not what we're expecting. And it doesn't look the way we thought it would. A lot of times the enemy will try to plant those seeds of doubt and try to keep you out of that path. And one of the biggest things that has helped has simply been to go to the word and see what it says. Who does God say you are? You know, Psalm 139 says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It says that God goes before you and he is behind you. You know, there are so many instances where we're told not to fear, not to be afraid, because that's the number one tool that the enemy uses for us is to to get into our heads and say, hmm, you really think you can do that? You know, and it's, it's a small little voice sometimes that says, hmm, you really think they care what you have to say? 
But the truth of the matter is, it's not about that. Again, it's shifting the focus off of me. It's shifting the focus off of what I care if people say, think, do, and instead saying, okay, well, this is what God told me to do. And so, yeah, I may look like a fool to the world, but people's opinions of you are temporary. God's opinion of you is eternal. So, yeah, like, that needs to be on a (laughs) t-shirt. Sister, that needs to be on a (laughs) t-shirt or any, a meme or something. So we might have to get, that is so good. I actually that put so that. Good. I put that on TikTok a little while ago. I was like, "Hey, hey, yeah, just just in case you're wondering, like people's opinions of you, for real, are temporary, but we get so wrapped up in our day to day that we we lose sight of that. We forget that eternity is forever and ever." You know, our lives here on this earth are finite. They're short. They're a speck you know, in the grand scheme. And so when we can start to shift our perspective to things that are above and beyond, then I think that we can get a little more comfortable with being temporarily uncomfortable so that we can do what God has called us to do. Yes. And I do believe he anoints us and gives us that strength as we honor him and glorify him. And, you know, I know centering constantly on him and not myself. I mean, that's part of the reason I chose to call this podcast, the altered story show. And why I have a ministry called altered stories ministry. That's his ministry is not to put my name or, or brand, you know, cause you can get so caught up in all your ambitions and lose sight of him and the purpose. And so that is a way of kind of waking us up. And bringing the right people to bring us down to a humble place. Um, any glory that we get, obviously, as we're doing kingdom work is for him. So I love that. I love how you keep centered on that, what your message is. Now, for a lot of people that are out there in media, Crystal, you know, it's, I mean, As much as people, even in the religious or the faith-based, you know, there's that competitiveness still, you know, out there and people are still out there trying to make money and selling their books and, you know, they're trying to monetize things and, you know, they're, they're trying to make a living, but they feel called to the ministry. And yet, you know, there's a lot of faith-based communicators and broadcasters and but I would I would just kind of appreciate your perspective on that so how would you counsel you know those that are really trying to balance that that's an excellent question um and one that I myself have kind of struggled a little bit with because I think sometimes we have a a perspective that um and I know I certainly did that you know, well, if, if you're doing work for God, then, you know, yes, all honor and glory goes to him. But that means that I, that means that I don't have anything. And we kind of get into that, that thought of, you know, well, I I shouldn't, let me, let me preface and say, this was my perspective. 
because I don't want to put words in anyone else's mouth that, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, then I would have to find another way to make money, right? To, to provide for whatever. And what I'm coming to learn and what I'm coming to realize and see is that if what you are doing is honoring God, like, first of all, the word tells us that everything we do should be for the glory of God, whether you're eating or drinking or, you know, whatever you're doing, do it for, for the glory of God. When it comes to like how, how you're moving into ministry and doing these things, there are two things that stick out for me. One, in order to reach more people, in order to, um, to spread the gospel more, in order to, you know, have that reach, I guess, um, it, it takes financial, you know, backing. You have to have some type of, you know, money is very, is a great tool to do lots of different things. And I also think that, you know, we have to keep it in perspective that again, it's not about how much money am I making, but how much money is coming in that can now be turned around and go back out to help and spread more. And I struggled a lot with this when I was working with my coach on, you know, really nailing down like a, you know, again, trying to create goals like, well, how much money do you want to make? Well, I don't know. I just want to pay my bills. But then I had to start, she was helping me to shift that thinking and to say, okay, well, Crystal, if all you ever do is make enough revenue in your business to pay your bills, how are you going to reach the million women across the world that you created this company to reach? You know, the, the mission of my organization is to positively impact the lives of 1 million women worldwide through helping them to become the fullest expression of who God created them to be. I can't do that by myself. One, big hand in that. But I've learned how to rely on him to say, okay, where do we need to go with this? You know, like, yes, of course. We're human beings. We would like to have a comfortable life, right? Like I would like to be, you know, comfortable. It doesn't need to be grotesque or anything like, you know, but I would like to be comfortable. But at the same time, my mind shifts into this. Yeah, but God has given you some really big things that he's expecting you to do. And yes, it's going to come through his help. It's going to, you know, be the work of his hand, but it also is going to come through those financial resources that are generated. And I think as long as we keep that good perspective that the money that comes in, one is a blessing, but it's meant for us to bless others. It's not meant for us to selves. It's meant for us to bless others. And then I think we, we stay in, in alignment. You know, I think we stay in alignment with, with what he wants so long as we're keeping our perspective straight. Yes, I think, yeah, that was a tough question, but I needed to ask it because it's an important question. And as we wrap up your God story, I mean, this is all about transformation, transition, change from where you were in secular and where, you know, you were, God called you out of and is moving you to and where you are now. And so it's all important. I think for others to understand as they hear your heart and kind of how God is speaking to you through what it is that you're doing. So tell us as we wrap up, just kind of how we can reach you 
And then any just kind of like goals or where you're at, your needs um, before, you know, we move on. But this has been wonderful to have this conversation. I love meeting you and getting to know you. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, wrap up there with some of what I've asked you to share. Absolutely. Um, the best way to to get a hold of me or contact me, or connect with me is on my website, which is just www.crystalfry.com. From there, you can do all the things. You can connect social media. You can see podcast episodes. You, I mean, you really, you can do all the things. Connect with, you know, reach out to me, send me a message, prayer request, all of the things. And with that, I will say that it has been just an absolute blessing to be here with you. Um, I, I love Christine. Um, she is, she's definitely one of my favorite people. And when she connected us, I just knew, I knew it would be a good thing. You know, I knew it would be a God thing. And I knew that we would be able to have just a fantastic conversation together and help support each other. And, and again, with the ultimate goal of furthering the kingdom, because really that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, it is. And that's what um, I think we'll end with there, Crystal. Um, so I thank you again for taking the time. I can't wait to see where God's going to take this episode. And friends, um, I want you to know, as always, we do um, add the podcast episode up on the episode page of the woman that we highlight. And this is episode 75. So we're hoping to get this episode out. And I know many of you will be blessed by it. And until the next show, friends, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.